Welcome back to WGAM's coverage of Merrimack Hockey. We're joined here for this intermission by the head athletic trainer at Merrimack College. It's Alan Del Valley. And, uh, well, first of all, Alan, uh, kind of a quiet year in, in many respects for the hockey team. Uh, you work with the hockey team uh, primarily, but we'll get into some of the other things that you do. But uh, um, I know, obviously, last year there was, for instance, the, the, the injury to Carter Madsen. You know, sometimes some of those things happen, you know, some, uh, I guess, uh, you know, unexpected. It's always unexpected, but, uh, you know, big things like that happen uh, respectively, I guess, uh, this year has been been kind of a quiet year yeah i'd agree um they do come unexpected but they also come in waves i mean we generally see a lot of things uh traditionally at the beginning of the year uh we're lucky that we have a uh, great strength and conditioning staff with mike kamal who um takes care of our guys and our guys are pretty dedicated so we don't have to worry so much about um soft tissue injuries when they come in um uh, but there's inevitably going to be something that's going to come along the season um you know, whether it's just a traumatic injury in a game or practice. So we just kind of, we take it as it comes, take it day by day. Uh, but we have been fortunate overall. How about on game day? Uh, you know, what's what's the prepara- preparation like? You know, what, what's your schedule like on game day? Uh, game day is pretty light. I mean, normally we do a lot of uh, preparation. Just um, it's it's really a half hour. I mean, it's quick. Uh, we don't have a lot of guys that get taped. Uh, we do a lot of just maintenance things with them. Um, guys may come in, stiff backs, um, tight hamstrings, those types of things that are pretty much nag all hockey players. And uh, we'll just work those things out before they get on the ice, make sure that they're feeling as good as they can. And then um, for me, like I said, since it's been a quiet year, I haven't had a whole lot that I've had to do so far. As I mentioned, you're the head athletic trainer at Merrimack, and I know that program is really growing at the school. Uh, could you tell us more about it. Yeah, the program's uh, it's expanding really quickly. I mean, on top of the uh, new facility that we're going to get, which is going to be state-of-the-art, uh, it's scheduled to be done in the summer of 2013, uh, we also have a growing student population in the athletic training program. We've pretty much doubled in size, uh, even in the two years that I've been here. And it's just a, a great profession for and field of study for students to get into. Um, we really just try and focus on the clinical aspect of it and have students learn in the classroom but also apply their skills. Um, it's really just been very successful overall. Uh, Birgit Hopkins and Dennis Fontaine have really grown that program to make sure that um, our students are getting the best and uh, they bring in quality staff to help support that. So it's been great. It's a pretty large student-athlete population at Merrimack, uh, about 450, I guess. So it's a good opportunity for students in the athletic training program to learn on the job. Yeah, they really get a great experience from non-contact to contact sports. We have uh, 26 sports there uh, from football, ice hockey, men's lacrosse for our contact. And then we have uh, you know, a broad spectrum of others with men's women's basketball, uh, men's women's soccer being our primary sports. And our students just get, for the four years, they really get an experience uh, across the spectrum to be able to apply their skills as they're learning them. Uh, they get high school rotations, which is great. Um, they usually do that about their junior year. And um, it just gives them an opportunity to take not only what they're doing in the classroom, but just bring it right to the student athletes and really get to see things as it's going on and so they can learn on the fly. Um, they can apply their clinical skills, and it just helps them to really get those things to sink in, and, and uh, it diversifies it for them. And besides working with the teams at Merrimack, you teach classes as well, right? What, what classes do you teach? Correct. I teach uh, clinical classes, which uh, primarily tries to do uh, dry land-based training uh, for things that we may not be able to simulate uh, clinically, you know, things that we may not see with the teams. We try to simulate that so our student-athletes understand that these things can happen and you want to be prepared for them so that they're not just getting, um, you know, not just doing knee and shoulder evaluations. We also want to teach them about environmental conditions. We want to teach them about different uh, types of shock, uh, how to treat emergency situations, how to triage things. Uh, we really want them to understand what what they may see when they get out to the profession so that they can be prepared. 
what's the schedule like, I guess, for a student who comes in and decides that they, they want to take the, you know, they, they want to get a degree in athletic training? Uh, what, what, what will they generally go through for their four years? Uh, in the four years, they, they pretty much take a lot of science-based anatomy classes. It's a science-based curriculum. So they start off in the first semester, uh, freshman year. They don't really do anything clinically in terms of uh, walking in and seeing uh, what's being how the athletes are being treated. They're mostly focusing on their academics. And then they begin uh, their second semester to really start observing in the athletic training room. And then uh, sophomore year, they apply to become uh, part of the athletic training program. And from there, it really kicks off clinically. Um, they take a lot of classes that are based in anatomy and physiology, they take physics, they take a lot of those science-based classes, and then as they progress through, their their demands clinically in the athletic training room with the student-athletes becomes greater, and by the time they're seniors, um, they're just being supervised by the certified athletic trainers, and they're pretty much trying to do as much as they possibly can in order to be prepared for not only sitting for the board of certification, but also to either get a job when they get out or to go to graduate school or pursue whatever passion they have. I want to give you an opportunity to give a shout-out to some of the other student trainers. I know you have working specifically with hockey. Who, who works with you? Uh, right now I have three seniors, uh, Molly Fitzgerald, Chris Fazio, and Britt Costraba. Um, they work with me. Uh, right now they're on break, but when they come back, they primarily take care of the athletic training room. Uh, they do a great job with the um, with the hockey athletes. Uh, they do a great job overall. So uh, when they get back, they'll certainly be um, they'll certainly get a great experience. How about the new facilities? Uh, a lot of construction going on. Everybody sees it when you come down for the game. Uh, well, tell us about what it's going to mean for you and sp specifically with, with regard to athletic training. What are you guys going to have and how it's going to help you? Uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be tremendous. Uh, the facility is going to be about 3,000 square feet. It's going to be state-of-the-art. Uh, we're going to hope to be having some new plunge pools, treatment tables in there. Uh, it's going to now service all of our student-athletes um, and put it all in one centralized location. Uh, on top of that, it's also going to be great for our students because we're going to have classrooms in that area. We're going to have offices in that area that will allow them to um, be, in the same, be in one general, central location um, to be able to learn and do the things that they want to do. In terms of for the, for the staff, just having the offices there, it's going to make things a lot more convenient. Um, it's going to allow the student, student athletes to just know where to come to be treated. It's going to give us um, just a tremendous amount of resources that are, that are much needed and long overdue. And that should be ready for next season, right? Yeah, we're hoping that it's going to be the scheduled uh, completion date is about August right now. So we're hoping to have it completed before preseason so we can get everything moved in and ready to go because uh, most of our student athletes will be back August 15th for the fall seasons. And as we were just talking about before, before the interview, this is a field that's really growing, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do with athletic training that people might not normally think of. Yeah, correct. Athletic training is becoming uh, really – it's becoming well-known. It's diversifying itself. Uh, a lot of people are using it as foundations to elevate either into other healthcare professionals, such as PT, PA, uh, which is physician assistant. Some are going the orthopedic route and actually be going to become medical doctors. Some do chiropractic work. Uh, but the field itself is emerging where there's tons of emerging practices where it's not just in the collegiate setting or the high school or the PT clinic, which is traditionally how it's thought of. Um, we're now beginning to see it become more in occupational settings such as um, big corporations. You're seeing in emerging markets with things such as the performing arts where uh, one of the big ones that has come out of Nevada is Cirque du Soleil where uh, athletic trainers will work, work with those active people. It's no longer just becoming about athletes. It's becoming more about active people and uh, being able to service those people in different ways. And uh, the value of athletic training is really growing. Um, I think we're seeing that with the, uh, with the 
all the different professional um, acclaim it's getting in terms of the concussions and, and the research that's being done. Um, I think you're seeing it more and more in the collegiate setting. I think uh, there's just a tremendous value for athletic trainers um, across the spectrum and as a healthcare profession. All right, Alan, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, all the good work that you do as well. Thanks for joining us. Great, I appreciate it. Thank you. Alan Davali has been our guest here, the head athletic trainer at Merrimack College. We'll be back with more after this. You're listening to coverage of Merrimack Hockey right here on WGAM, The Game.